Welcome to the Connector Podcast, an ongoing conversation connecting fintechs, banks, and regulators worldwide. Join CEO and founder Cohen van der Hoydonk as you learn more about the latest available trends and solutions in the markets. Hello, Karine. Welcome in my podcast. How are you doing today? I'm great. And yourself, how are you today? Yeah, good. I heard this is your first podcast. Is that right? Yep, this indeed is my first. So you're going to have to walk me through this. Ah, it's going to be easy. We're going to talk about what you like the most, ISO 2022. Is that correct? <laughs> yeah, this is, it keeps me up at night, that's for sure. <laughs> so it keeps you up at night, but what about the industry? Well, if it keeps me up at night and I actually know what it's about, I can't even imagine like uh, those people who are in an IT department, in a financial institution somewhere, in some basement, trying to figure this out and how to get out of, uh, not out of this, uh, how to solve this problem, actually, because it's such a big problem to take care of at this moment. Mm-hmm. But still, I think for me and the audience, could you then explain a little bit more what, what is ISO 2022 about? Well, to sum it up, ISO 2022 is basically the new standard for financial messaging. Mm-hmm. What has happened is that over the past few years, uh, all financial institutions globally have converged in a way where that uh, by the year 2025, almost every region in the world will be communicating using one standard, which is ISO 2022, which is something that uh, is cannot even be fathomed at this point. Like uh, You can't imagine the entire world finally agreeing on something for once. <laughs> And then it has to be a, a swift format, right? <laughs> yeah, and it has to be a proprietary, somebody forcing it on everybody else. Mm-hmm. Now, in a past life, I've been reading the old, good old ISO 15022 messages. And I really needed a manual to do so. So is that one of the biggest changes that uh, the XML format is bringing us? Well, ideally, this format is going to be standardized, user-friendly, it's using an XML-based, uh, basically, mm-hmm. markup language, which uh, which any software developer knows. And uh, there are names and uh, keys and values for every attribute or, uh, or element in that XML. So that makes it very intuitive to understand what this corresponds to, whether this is an address field, a name field, an instruction information field. So... Everything is much more explicit. It's much more user-friendly. Developers do not need uh, having spent five years in a financial institution to learn empty messages the hard way. They could actually, (laughs) they they could pick it up and read it. However, that does not mean the world is speaking exactly the same way because let's let's take ISO 20,022 as a language. There are still different dialects to that. So every region of the world will implement this standard in a different way. So we're getting closer. We're not 100% locked in. However, it's way closer than it was uh, five years ago, at least. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And earlier you said a little bit about timelines. And I think I heard you say like uh, 2024. But uh, coming back from the old world, I remember being um, in ISO 2022 and corporate actions. Which part of the market is actually now moving into the final ISO format? Okay, so uh, 
if uh, if we look at around mid 2025 the entire world will theoretically will have uh, abandoned the MT standard that's uh, if we're mm-hmm. talking everybody however their rollouts are planned a bit differently and at different schedules uh, so we start with swift who let's say the most uh, that uh, that has the biggest global coverage mm-hmm. uh, the swift uh, previously intended to start in 2021 and finish a rapid in 2024 now that has pushed the year so the gradual rollout is between november 2022 and 2025 mm-hmm. uh, there uh, it kicks off in a month <laughs> i believe it november or not. right <laughs> <laughs> believe it or not it kicks off in a month uh, uh, not all the messages are there. It rolls out. Uh, they're going to roll out gradually, and there will be a coexistence period where uh, we will be using the old MT messages and the MX messages, either or. Not the you don't have duplicates of messages. However, there will be a coexistence period that's also confusing people on what am I doing here? When will I get what? How do I deal with this? So there's a problem. Even if you're not sending MX messages, you're going to receive them as well. Mm-hmm. That is Swift. Let's move next to uh, the EU. The EU, when we're talking about high-value payments, those do not travel through SEPA. Those travel through Target 2 and Euro 1. That is targeted to shift to ISO 20022 this year. Wow, already. So, so we look at the UK. Their clearing house is expected to adopt uh, ISO 20022 in April 2023. Mm-hmm. Now, the U.S. has two clearinghouses, a public one and a private one. The public one is rolling out as a big bang in 2025. The private one is gradually rolling it out between 2022 and 2023. Mm -hmm. So as you can see, the global financial market, to a very large extent, is going to become on on one ISO standard very soon. So this is a very exciting time and very confusing time for some other people, maybe. Mm-hmm. Well, last week I was at a big conference and I followed a couple of sessions around ISO 15022 and I thought it was an interesting discussion about coexistence or interoperability. Maybe a question to you, Karim. If you had to choose one or the two, which one would you pick? Well, uh, if, uh, let's say from a challenge perspective, I would love the uh, I would love the Big Bang approach. However, mm-hmm. real life and and the financial sector does not operate at that way. There are multiple contingencies and multiple fallbacks and multiple uh, backup cases for those. So coexistence and interoperability in this sphere of the market is uh, is natural. We have to have redundancies, and uh, these are huge monolithic corporations that we're talking about. These are not uh, two, three people sitting uh, in an mm-hmm. office that are processing five transactions a day. They process tens of thousands, and these uh, transactions come from multiple sources. So imagine a big bank that has to do customer to customer transactions, bank to bank transactions, treasury, money market, uh, trade finance. And informational messages on top of those, shifting those all, just sw- flicking a switch one day using one standard, flicking another switch another day using another standard, and everything is supposed to work from day one. That's and that's something you cannot even imagine. So uh, that's very scary. 
Some people are doing it. I don't know how, how much drills they have to do before that to make sure that it works. Mm-hmm. Although, <laughs> although Swift have gradually rolled those out. So uh, in November 22, what Swift decided to do was we select a subset of these messages, the most crucial of them, let's say, uh-huh. the, the ones that constitute probably uh, to a high degree, uh, definitely over 70% of the volume of uh, instructions that are going back and forth. Let's uh, move those, the main ones. Let's uh, get them coexisting in 2022. They're advising people not to adopt a new standard because they're scared of uh, the readiness level. However, as of 2022, the main instructions are going to roll out. And uh, you're going to get them in one of two ways. You can't get them in both. Swift are trying to wrap mm-hmm, something mm-hmm, inside mm-hmm. between in the comments section an attempted automated translation. However, that's a band-aid, not a solution. What happens in such cases is that the new format has much more information inside it. Mm-hmm. It's much richer, much more flexible, so that you can design solutions around it for an automated uh, straight-through process where this routes to this and define parameters to read this attribute to check the name, read this attribute to check the value of the payment, whatever uh, compliance solution that uh, you're dealing with there. Mm-hmm. You can convert them to do that with XML, with empty, unless it was coded for financial institutions to process empty messages. They never had that feature. And they've been operating through empty for the longest time. So now we have a lot of rich data on one side that we want to have a look at as a compliance department. Mm -hmm. However, we have 10 solutions that are running inside the bank that basically have been running on an old standard for I don't know how many years. And the cost and the efforts and the load required to, to upgrade all of those and have them securely up and running in due time is probably something too much to deal with. Mm-hmm. So the the operational aspect of things need MTs, let's say, and the compliance need ISO 20022 MXs. So uh, there you need a solution that can read anything that comes in, whether it's MT or MX, do the proper decision-making, whether on an incoming or an outgoing flow, do the proper decision-making on what to convert in what scenario, to, uh, in what way, and to give the compliance guys access to the full, the full picture in front of them so that they can make informed decisions and be more vigilant when it comes to fraud. They mm-hmm. can, the mm-hmm. compliance departments, if you tell them, uh, I have to remove one character out of this instruction just so it fits they're going to reject that because they they fear that they might have lost some Mm -hmm. piece of information that might help them in identifying fraud Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is this where thin house comes in karim well yeah that's exactly where we come in Uh, the split podcast was not about thin house was about iso however in reality we do solve that Mm -hmm. problem we've approached that problem uh on a, maybe a bigger scale for for the clients who need it, mm-hmm. and as a simple a simple solution for the clients who just need transformation. What we've done was uh, our payment hub solution is ready for all types of messages for mm-hmm. all for all sectors and in all regions of the world. So we're ready for all of those, and we're ready to transform from any source to any destination format, depending on our needs. We're mm-hmm. able to do multiple transformations to suit different business units within an institution. 
we can route those based on business rules, based on uh, some decision making that has to be done so during the coexistence period. So we could provide every piece of that financial institution the information they need so that they can continue their processing and do not face any issues when they have to go live or when they have to convert from one format to the other. That Our goal at the end of the day is to make banking easy with our excellent innovation. That's what we aim for. And I mm -hmm. believe that's what we've done here. It sounds like a, a nice mission to accomplish, uh, I must say. <laughs> and uh, Thank you. Karim, where, where can they find you? Finhouse is available on all social media platforms where we can be contacted directly through our website mm -hmm. and through LinkedIn. And we're always ready to explain the topic because uh, sometimes it's not just about uh, putting a solution in front of somebody's uh, face for them to adopt it. The goal is to understand what the problem is. And the more you understand, the more you can actually tackle the problem in a mm -hmm. strategic manner where you're just not putting band-aids left and right just uh, so that you can survive. You're actually uh, surviving, functioning, and flourishing in this uh, in a new ecosystem in the in the next generation of financial messaging. Thank you very much, Karim, and thank you also for being part of our podcast. I think you did particularly well for your first time. <laughs> thank you so much for having me on. It's a pleasure, and uh, thank you, Kun. You're very welcome. Thank you also to the audience for tuning in. And uh, please stay tuned on our channel for more news about fintech. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Connector podcast. To connect and keep up to date with all the latest, head over to www.jointheconnector.com or hit subscribe via your podcast streaming platform.